Hey guys, it's Kat. So before today's episode starts, I wanted to plug my Patreon. By contributing every month, you'll get access to exclusive episodes and creative content. The funding helps me afford new equipment and a better listening experience for you. The link to that Patreon is going to be www.patreon.com slash I'll leave that link in the description below, but if uninterested, enjoy today's episode. Bye. Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hey guys, welcome to Brain Food. This is episode 17 of season two, and I am currently laying vertically in my bed right now. I have an extremely long day ahead of me tomorrow, and I've literally set up my equipment in a way where as soon as I finish this episode, I can put it right in the drawer next to me and I can fall asleep. I have my skincare routine already done for the night, my Invisalign are right next to me, and I am ready to fucking knock after this because currently... The episode that you're listening to today is recorded on a Monday. Usually I, I record my episodes on Tuesday and just publish them as soon as I'm done with them after I'm done editing. But tomorrow is going to be a hassle because I'm going home for the week for Thanksgiving and I get to see my family and work on a bunch of projects that are coming your way soon and I'm super, super excited for. And I'm not really going to speak on them yet because they're not, it's in a, it's, I'm in the process of coming out with a few new projects that I'm going to be able to prom- promote on this podcast, on my website, on anything that you can view me on, it'll be there. But I'm still in the process, so I don't want to speak before, you know, anything. But today's episode, um, I was going to, like, name it, like, literally I had, like, a bunch of notes written out for this episode, and I, I wrote them last week, like, on my laptop, and I was literally just going to name it sex and sex and sex or sex and intimacy. But then Emma Chamberlain literally came out <laughs> with a podcast episode called that. And I was like, well, I can't really do that because then I'm copying her. But we're going to stick to the same basis of that episode. I didn't I didn't even listen to it yet. But I don't know. I feel like it's a hard thing to speak on or, you know, talk about for someone who hasn't had sex and hasn't been sexually active for the past two years but I think I want to focus more on that that aspect of it for like you know the fact that I haven't been sexually active my sex drive is not really has not been present for the past eight months maybe nine months like it you know it it fluctuated because I was I'm a teenager still but like for the past probably eight or nine months it's been like flat literally nothing um which is strange because for somebody who's a growing adult or teenager it's it's kind of weird that it's just gone flat because usually it's supposed to be at its highest right now and it's literally fucking nothing um but I think I want to like dive deep into that because I've been writing about it a lot and thinking about it a lot Try not trying to psychoanalyze it, but try to analyze it in a way where I'm like, not ignore it, you know, because I know it's there, but I also don't want to hyperfixate on it. But I also don't want to ignore it in a way, because what if it's a negative thing or like what if it's coming from somewhere that isn't good? I don't want to ignore it. I want to just face it head on right now. And if it's a bad answer, it'll be a bad answer. And if it's a good answer, it'll be a good answer. But if it's right in the middle, that's fine, too. But basically, I just wanted to talk about like intimacy and, you know, I want to lead that conversation into being like feeling understood and like that's what I really crave. But let's talk about my week first because I need to get some words out before I fucking fall asleep. Like, guys, I am so tired right now. I probably had like three coffees today. Um, I got a bunch of my projects done. 
um, had a really busy weekend, like really like last night. Um, I've said before that I work at a bar, but like last night I got home at like 1230, which isn't that bad actually for like a, like a weekend day. Like it's not bad, but I got home, I packed a little bit. Oh my God, guys, this was like literally so annoying. Um, so basically I put my laundry in, which was my bedding. Like every week I'll do a load of my clothes and then every like two weeks to like a week and a half I'll do my bedding because if I do both at the same time every single week, I'm going to be fucking broke. But um, also I know people who just don't wash their sheets and their like bedding at all. <laughs> like I've, I like, I was like, um, I, I had to be somewhere. So I told the person I was with, I was like, I literally have to do like two loads of laundry right now and like. I, I can't hang out anymore basically and I was like they were like two loads of laundry and I was like yeah I gotta do my bedding and they're like you clean your sheets I was like yo that's fucking disgusting and we're not hanging out anymore I didn't say that but I was like um that's kind of really fucking disgusting um but I'm gonna go now and probably talk about it <laughs> but anyway as I'm talking about it but I put my washing my yo my English is just not gonna be good today guys like it's going to be a chill episode today. Like, I don't think it's going to be long. I think it's going to be like 35 minutes. But basically, I put my my sheets and my, my, my comforter, like, in the wash. And then I go upstairs because, like, the, there's, like, a little, like, pay app that you can do. It. And it tells you, like, how much time is left. So, like, it said it was over. So I go upstairs, and it just never started. Like, I literally, like, watched it start, but I guess it stopped for some reason. So, like, I waited, like, 45 minutes just to go up there, and it should still be, like dry the way I left it like it was like a splash of water on the top so I was like whatever I have to go to work so I'm just gonna you know leave it to wash put it in the dryer and it'll be dry by the time I get there and I know that's a really annoying thing to do but like so basically I get home from work which is like an eight-hour shift and it's soaking wet like it never dried like I put it in the dryer after like it was like wet and it just never dried like it, it was just like sopping wet and then then it was already 1245 and now I don't have a bed to sleep in and it's 30 degrees out I'm freezing so I don't have any blanket it's literally just like my mattress with two pillows without covers on it when I got home and I was like are you fucking kidding me so then I had to wait like 50 minutes for this to dry because it took longer to dry since it was like cold and wet and then I got ready for bed get an email on my phone and it's like oh like um basically my apartment complex that I'm living in right now like the dorm that I'm living in right now there's just no water in the building at all and I did not know that so I turned on the sink and it was just brown water like I guess like a pipe burst and like it was rusty like I don't fucking know so I had no running water for like days um, so at every time I had to go pee, I had to go all the way to the first floor and I live on the eighth floor, which like boohoo, poor me, like, meh. but like, it really was like, how do you just not say anything to anybody? Like, how does like somebody also, then there was like a bomb threat at my school and then they were like, oh, like, you know, the guy was just kidding. Like, I, mm, like, I know college is supposed to be like crazy, like, <laughs> like so quirky like supposed to like have like weird shit happen all the time and then add that and I live in the fact that I live in New York City and it's just like it's chaos at all times also no I'm not gonna talk about that I can't <laughs> I can't talk about that but anyway 
that was my week. Um, I'm still editing my short film, and like that's one of the projects that'll be out by like. Mm, I'm not gonna say a date because I don't want to do that yet. But winter, it'll be done by winter. Um, but yeah, that's in the process. I have some other shit in the process right now. I'm just good things are coming, and the end of semester is coming, and I'm gonna be starting to take some classes that I actually enjoy, and everything is just looking up for cat. It's just we have a little bit of a bumpy road right now. Like, not like bumpy, like, I feel like my mental stability hasn't really fluctuated too much. Like, I feel like when I first got here, like, the first few months was a little bit rough in the aspect of, like, making friends because still I really haven't made a lot of friends. And the friends that I actually, like, I actually have met two girls that I really, really, really like. But, of course, they commute and they don't live anywhere near me. So it's not like I'm like hey, let's hang out, because then they have to come, like, an hour, hour and a half from, like, where they're living, which is, like, you know, I'm just grateful that I have two friends, but the part that sucks is that they're not living here, you know, but still grateful, but I feel like my mental health hasn't really plummeted or, like, gone down to a point where I'm, like, like, last week I talked about about how, like, I have felt, like, a little bit tempted, like, they wanted to give up a little bit, but, like, that wasn't, like, rock bottom, or that wasn't, like, to the point where I'm, like, I can't do this anymore, like, I just got a little, like, moment of that feeling, and then it went away, but honestly, college, like, is gonna suck no matter where you go, honestly, and if you do have a good experience with college, like, good for you, and that's great, but for a lot of people, it is just not the best experience starting out and I don't think it really will be for anybody I think it's a huge culture shock and if you whatever way you're gonna put it especially if you're living on campus and and the fact that you're in New York City it's a big culture shock um but I don't think I've technically ever been unhappy since I've been here I felt I felt stressed which can make me a little shooken up sometimes because I am a creature of habit who really 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 sticks to a schedule and when people start to alter it or at least try to alter it I get very defensive and maybe that's something I need to work on and which is something I have been working on I've been trying to be a little bit more lenient and patient with people because I'm not a very patient person um, I like things done when they're supposed to be done and uh, I can get a little bit of a black and white thinking when it comes to the way that I that I operate in my life and a lot of people don't really understand it. And not so much that they don't understand it. It's just a feeling of, like, people think that I have my life together. It's like, no, like, I'm just doing the bare minimum of, you know, cleaning up after myself. Because, honestly, I was talking to my mom about this today. Like, the generation that we live in right now, or at least the generation of kids that I'm a part of, I don't think I've ever felt a disconnected, so disconnected from a group of people in my entire life. And especially coming to college and coming to an art school like you get the you know you get the mix of people that are a little bit quirky and that's what I love and I'm grateful that I'm here and around people that are so different because where I'm from I don't have that and I don't even want to sit here and be like it can get annoying sometimes because people are annoying in general it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that they're a bunch of art kids like people are annoying regardless of where you go and I'm not gonna like people and I can't get mad at you know that people aren't talking to me because I don't really like the people that I want to talk to me you know um so I've tried to have that mindset of like college sucks and it doesn't have to do with anything <laughs> of the fact that it's like where exactly where I am, even though I am in New York, like it doesn't have to be generalized in a way where it's like, cause then I start getting in a negative mindset and that's something I'm trying to think about. But like generally, ge yo, <laughs> generate, 
Gen O, I know I can't even say it. Like when it comes to my generation, at least, it is something that scares me a lot, especially for someone who gets, you know, when people bring up kids, like that's the main reason why I don't want to have kids is because of the generation of people that we live in. I don't think I could ever do that to a child, let alone bring a child that's related to me into this world because, you know, my mental health (laughs) history and just in my family in general and, you know, my addiction issues, I I would never want to pass that on to anybody. And maybe that's sad. Maybe that's a horrible outlook on it, but I think I've felt that way my entire life. And I talked about it with a bunch of people yesterday and like that's when like I want to tie in like the conversation of like, intimacy and you know commitment and sex because that's really what sex is is like being having an intimacy and trusting somebody and having a commitment to somebody you know in certain connotations but generally speaking that's what I view sex as and I think that's why I haven't had it honestly because I need it not that I need it to be perfect you know, you know, you know what? Fuck it. I do need it to be perfect. And I think a lot of people view view it that way. And it's not so much that I'm waiting because I don't think I am. Like, I think generally I just am not interested right now because of the people that I'm constantly surrounded by. I have to honestly, you know, and who am I to say this, but like, I have to really like you to even let you touch me. It's it's a really hard thing that I've struggled with for a long time probably since I was a teenager and I don't really understand why because I grew up with two parents who were very affectionate and loving and I never really disliked it as a kid but I started to dislike it around the age of like 11 12 13 and I didn't even let my parents hug me for years I didn't let my parents touch me still I do flinch a little bit when my parents go to like hug me or touch me and when I think about that really hurts me because probably at the time I was being an angsty teenager but like genuinely I didn't like it I still don't like it I still don't like when people hug me I still it's it's not liking it is a bad word to use because it's more of I get uncomfortable because and I've tried to like dig into this because this is what today's episode is about is I I really think it comes from a place of like when I was bullied and feeling like not wanted by people all the time. So when people want to touch me or, you know, be like physical with me, like my immediate thought is like they're joking or this isn't real or they're going to, you know, they're going to put pull a prank on me and this is all fake and like I don't trust you basically. Like I don't fucking trust you because you're you're a bad person. Like why are you doing this to me? Like all those thoughts rush into my head when somebody's being nice to me which is fucking crazy. That's how my brain works sometimes because when it comes to like, like verbal conversations and intellect, that's what really matters to me when I'm attracted to somebody at least. Those are the things that matter to me. Like, and of course, like physical appearance is like, you know, I'm not going to fucking lie. Like it is kind of important to me and like, not that it's the only thing that matters, but like, I need, I need you to be attractive. Like I need to find you attractive and that's, And I feel like in today's day and age, like people find that fucking offensive. Like I'm not asking you to be like a fucking bodybuilder or go to the gym seven days a week and be like have abs and stuff like that. But generally speaking, like I want you to look groomed and taken care of. That's my preference. Maybe other people don't have that preference, but that's what I like. And I don't feel like I shouldn't be able to say that anyway. 
um, because things like that important to me. Cleanliness and people who have their life together and know what they want at least are very important things to me. People who are stable are people that I am attracted to because, and it, and it's not like that that stigma of like, because I don't have my life together, I need somebody else. Like, I want to coexist with another another person. Like, I have my shit together, and I have for a year and a half. And not to say that I have all the answers, and I'm this big, powerful, strong woman who does nothing wrong with her. Like, of course, I have my flaws. But at the same time, like, I consider myself somebody who knows what they want, can be verbal about it, and... I am independent and I can take care of myself and I don't think I can say the same for a lot of the women in my generation at least or the kids my age because maybe that's wrong to say but I feel like the codependency especially within girls girls like I'm speaking like girls my age I'm not talking about like older women because I feel like when it comes to women especially we've definitely built ourselves ourselves up in a way where we do have so many more opportunities that we than we have in the past like 20 30 years alone like I feel like we're a lot more respected and than we have been in the existence of the world and we've made so much progress but at the same time like we've also moved ourselves back a lot in some areas especially when it comes to like the social media aspect of it it's like girls just be fucking crazy sometimes, like, and, like, I'm fucking crazy, like, I don't even want to be, like, girls are so crazy, like, because I'm fucking crazy sometimes, like, you know, but I don't even know where I'm going with this, I think I'm just talking out of my ass, (laughs) like, I was going somewhere with that, and then I got sidetracked, but, and then blah, 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 and then, okay, 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 I think I'm back on track, um, I just like totally blanked for a second. I think it's cause I'm laying down. I'm not going to get up though. Like I'm really comfortable and I like the way this episode's going, but a lot, I think, okay, this is what I was going to say. I think I feel very disconnected with a lot of girls my age because I've constantly been around girls who always have boyfriends, who always have like a guy on their side, always talking to a guy, always snapping, texting, you know, all my best friends that I've ever had or friends that I've had at least, like I can count how many, like the amount of friends I've had in my life, I can count on my fingers. And every single friend that I've ever had has always been in a relationship. Always. And maybe subconsciously, like I was doing that so I can like learn something from them, you know, but like, I don't think I was doing that at a young age. Like maybe I was, but like that would be reaching. And I remember my best friend, like lost her virginity when she was like 13 or 12 no she was like 12 or 13 because she was with her boyfriend from like fucking elementary school like that's fucking crazy but I don't judge like if you're gonna be getting it at a 13 at 13 years old like you fucking get it but like it was really strange for me because then I felt obligated to do the same and I didn't really want to, but I felt like I had to because I was always around girls. Like all my friends growing up were girls, even though I got along better with guys. I played sports that with boys. I was on boys, hockey teams, football teams, soccer. Like I was always hanging around with guys. But at the same time, all the time I spent really that I considered like my quote unquote best friends were always girls. This fucking girl in the hallway needs to shut the fuck up. Like, she's screaming in the fucking hallway. And it's almost 10 o'clock. 
It's quiet hours right now. Anyway. Also, just go in the fucking stairwell. Like, there's... Okay. Um, anyway. Like, I always just, like... I always just picked friends. Not that I even picked friends. Like, I always... Like, people are always, like... I always ended up with friends who always had boyfriends. So it made me feel, like, such... Like, so excluded. And, like, that's not even their fault. Like, I don't want to, like, sit here and make it sound like that was their fault. But, like, it was just bad. Circumstantially, it was bad that I always had friends who always had boyfriends. And it was always, like, short-term relationships. So they were always in and out of relationships. And every time they broke up with their boyfriend, like, a week later, they'd have a guy on their hip. And it was really damaging for me because, like, I would always – I've never talked about this. Okay. So – I would always ask my best friends, like, hey, like, you can set me up with a guy. I I can probably, if not every time, if, if not, like, most times, every time the guy would be, like, he would be, like, okay, and then come and meet me, and then verbally, like, say out loud, like, oh, no, like, I don't like her, or, like, she's not pretty, or she's too tall, like, and that shit was so damaging. Like, I had this one best friend, like, through middle school where that happened, like, every time, like, he would find my face pretty, but me being tall or me like having like an athlete's body turned him off. And he hated like every guy that I was set up with through like middle school to like freshman year. Like he was just like did not like me. And that was like that really warped my perception on like dating. And it made me like hate people who are in relationships, which was unfair. And like that that still that in general stays within me like I had my first kiss when I was 12 which is young really like that that's young and it wasn't like a little like smooch like I remember I hooked up for the first like hooked up with a guy for the first time when I was like 12 and then I was really like active actively doing that when I was like 13 14 and and 15 too really And all of a sudden, when I was, like, 16, like, I just stopped. And that was probably when my sex drive went down. Really. Like, I would, I I always have had this problem where, like, always say that I have a crush on a guy. But when it comes down to it, like, I don't think I ever really do. I I think it's, it comes from a place of, like, I just want the validation of, like, or just knowing whether or not guys find me pretty, you know, because I've never felt, never felt like guys have ever seen me as a pretty girl. And I still don't, unless it's from older guys, which sucks because most of, most of my sexual experiences are with guys who were a lot older than me, like in a way where it was like not okay. And I feel like whenever I'm around guys my age, like, I don't think the thought of my, crosses my mind ever, like, oh, this guy probably finds me pretty, or I wonder if he likes me. Like, that thought never crosses my mind because it was never reality when I was a kid or growing up or just in general. So it, it's kind of made me uninterested in the thought of being in a relationship because in my head, like, well, Kat, that's not possible because guys don't like you that way. And people don't like you that way. Like, they don't find you attractive. Which, like, I still kind of think at times because, like, if people found me attractive, like, I wouldn't be a virgin still, you know? And, like, that is such a black and white way of thinking of it. But, like, how could you not think of think of it that way, you know? And 
it was so strange to me because like when you're like 13 14 15 like those that is kind of the age where you're like kind of experimenting and now I'm in college where everybody's like experimenting and having fun and like hooking up with guys all the time and like blah 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 and doing all this crazy shit sexually like and I'm just sitting here in my dorm on a Tuesday night I mean I I, I haven't gone out once since I've been in the city I haven't like gone out to a bar or and maybe I need to put myself out there but like at the same time like (laughs) I don't think I would like going out to a bar and trying to meet guys or a girl like I'm just not interested in that and I've never really been in I've never been a party person and there was a part of me like when I was a teenager like a teenager teenager like middle school and like the beginning of high school where like I was always like always had these friends that went to parties all the time and they would always offer to go offer me to go but like I wasn't technically invited by the person who was hosting the party which like kind of hurt me like even though I was invited like someone had to ask for me to be invited like no one ever thought of Kat Wisniewski to like come to a party and if I did like I never really talked to anybody because deep down I hate parties deep down I hate that many people in a room and I hate feeling like I hate small talk and I and I just I really do hate small talk like I can't it's one of the main things that I hate in life because it's like the the thing that I crave genuinely is a deep connection and having a deep conversation with somebody and I can sit here and lottie fucking da and say that I like that stuff because it makes me seem intelligent but like at, at the end of the day like I know that's how I feel I know that all of this has to amount to something, you know, all this, you know, self (laughs) realizations and revelations that I've come to over the past two years and, you know, practicing abstinence and like not actively trying to be sexually active and, and, you know, not like waiting on purpose, but waiting and not doing stupid shit and not to say that people who do stupid shit are like losers and like it's a bad thing because it's not because you're a different person than I am. You approach life differently than I do. Um, but me as a person, I, I don't generally agree with hookup culture. I think it's very damaging, especially in a society of social media, because you hook up with somebody like it used to be a fact of like if you kiss somebody the only people that would know would be the people that you told and if everybody found out you would know why everyone found out now it's like well you kind of know who told who but you don't know you know why it stemmed the way that it did because then you have to find out online if somebody hooked up with your boyfriend or somebody hooked up with somebody that you know or your best friend like it like whatever the circumstance may be that's how you're going to find out. You're never going to find out from the person verbally saying out loud anymore unless you confront that person. But the main reason why you'd be confronting that person is because you found out online. And I don't think that I would I would ever want to... I think I'm just scared. Like I think that if, if I got with somebody or something happened with somebody, my fear is that everybody would know. Like I, I think intimacy is a very hard thing for me because intimacy intimacy to me is being understood and I haven't met somebody that really understands me in my life ever like 
there have been like hints of like, oh, I get what you're saying. And or like I, I like can feel like somebody's understanding what I'm saying or what kind of person I am. But I don't think I've ever met anybody who understands me. I mean, you know, except for like my mom. But like, that's not what I'm really looking for, honestly. Like, I I haven't met anybody where I, I've it's just been like this works, you know, and I've, I've been close to it, but I fucked it up and that's my fault. And now I have to live with that, but at least I learned from it, you know, but my fear at least is that I'm never going to meet somebody who really, really truthfully understands why I do the things that I do and why I am the way that I am, because I know why I am the way that I am and I can articulate why but people just don't get it most of the time. And I and I was talking about this with a friend the other day that when I like I have like these triggers sometimes especially with with people is when I'm talking like this or talking the way that I usually do with people. I get sometimes I get like the the people like tilt their head like a fucking dog and not that is probably the most triggering thing ever for me like I don't have a lot of like trigger I fucking hate that word but I don't have a lot of triggers and I don't have a lot of things that will set me off but that is a main one because my whole childhood my whole childhood I've had kids give me that look like what the fuck are you talking about or like the what like whenever I was talking like I would go on like a five minute rant or talk about something for a long period of time and they all they had to say was like what or like wait what do you mean like the what do you mean and like that's how I feel at all times at all times that's how I feel like people don't get me people don't like it doesn't matter like I have a fucking podcast explaining about what kind of fucking person I am and still still I people don't fucking get why I am the way that I am and like not even the way that I am is like bad or anything like I just people don't people don't get me they don't they don't they don't approach life the the same way And I'm talking about kids my age this I'm like when I'm saying all these things I'm talking about people my age because those are the people that I'm surrounded by every day and I haven't met one person who approaches life at least similarly, the way that I do. Ever. 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 And the people that I look up to idol-wise, those are the people that approach life, and that's why I idolize them. You know, like music artists like Kendrick or, or Tyler or Kanye. Like, those are people that I I look up to. But I've never found somebody who, who thinks the way that I do, ever. Like, or even, like, close, at least. And that's fucking scary to me. Like, and like, this is like a normal thing that everybody goes through. They think they're going to be alone for the rest of their life. And then they meet the love of their life at like whatever age that they do. But my fear is, is that even talking to my parents, I feel like an outsider talking to them, talking to anybody. I always feel like I'm talking, I'm speaking a different fucking language to people. And like, I've talked to therapists and like they understand what I'm talking about and I've talked to uh, uh, so many people but like and they they say how like uplifting and and how 
intelligent I am, but when it comes to the emotional and like physical matter of it and like intimacy, intimacy and stuff like that, like people just don't understand why like my needs and like the things that I like, you know, and it's hard to explain (laughs) without getting like fucking demonetized, but people just, they don't, I hate like sounding like this, like people don't fucking get me and I have like a fucking side part over like my left eye or something like that. But like, that's how I feel. And I feel like a lot of people feel like that, you know, and I don't want to sit here and act like I'm unique in some way because I'm not. So many people feel like this. And I don't know. I just feel like some people are just so good at masking it. And then they put this confident front on them. And that's why they're able to have a boyfriend all the time and be with people all the time. And I just, I can't be a person that I'm not, you know? And ugh, it's just, it's just fucking frustrating, you know? Um, but how much time are we at, by the way? I think we're literally, watch this, like, not be recording the entire time. No, we're fine. So, yeah, that's how I feel about that. That's how I feel about intimacy. That's how I feel about sex. That's how I feel about the art of being understood. I might, I might call that episode this, but that, I don't know. Um, but that's basically something that's been scratching out my brain for the past couple weeks is, is relationships and the lack there that I have of them. I, I've realized about myself is that I think that I want a partner and I think that I want a girlfriend or a boyfriend, but when it comes down to it, I don't think I'd want it, you know? And and that's okay, you know? Like, I think I I need somebody in my life, like a friend or a companion that can make me feel understood. You know, I think that's what I need. And I don't really have that right now. And I love being my own best friend, but sometimes I get lonely, you know, just like as much as the next person can. And it's not, it's not damaging me in that way, but like, I know it's in my future, you know, that's what keeps me going because I know I'm not going to feel like this forever because nothing lasts forever. And you can use that in every connotation, like nothing lasts forever. Like I'm this bad feeling and or weird feeling that I've been having, like it's not going to be like this forever and happiness doesn't last forever. High school doesn't last forever. College doesn't last forever. Like what I'm feeling right now is just a normal feeling that every human being goes through at some point in their life. It's like, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. But if I'm not, if I am alone for the rest of my life or I never get married or like I never have a partner, like I'll fucking figure it out, you know? And like, that's what I have to keep in mind. Like I'm going to figure it out, whatever happens, because life is going to move with or without me, you know, and life is just going to keep moving forward and things are just going to keep happening. And if I just have to keep up with it, you know, like I just have to keep myself on my toes and I, and as much as I keep doing that, I'm going to be fine. And that goes for anybody who's dealing with any issues. Just keep yourself on your toes at all times. Keep your head on the swivel in every aspect you know give your some time give yourself some time to relax from time to time but for the most part always have your head up and keep moving because the minute that you rest for a little bit too long you start to get stagnant really and you start to stop moving you stop and that's when you start to feel depressed or unmotivated is when you get too comfortable with things and 
where I am right now, I'm trying so many new things because I have the opportunity to right now, you know, to talk to all these different and new people and just, just to see, you know, I'm not looking to get married. I'm not looking for a relationship. God, I am not looking to be dating right now or within the next like fucking five years, you know? And I'm just trying to have as much fun and learn as much new shit that I, that I can while I have the opportunity, because the minute that I'm out of college, it's going to be work, 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 you know, and just take advantage of the downtime that you have now, because I know a lot of people, you're in high school, or you're in middle or college, take advantage of the time that you have now, do what, do what you want to do with your time, don't really stick to anybody else's standards, or society's standards, because, and that goes for myself, too, like, my mom and my dad have always told me, like, you're going to find someone. And I always said, like, if I get married, and they're like, if. I'm like, well, I don't want to get married, you know? And why do I have to stick to what people tell me and society tells me that I have to get married or I have to have a relationship at some point in my life and that I need, like, people need to be in a relationship. I don't need that. I don't, I don't crave that. I haven't craved it since I was, like, 15 years old, you know? And as much as, like, I crave emotional connection, that doesn't mean that I have to be dating someone for that, you know? Because I, I don't I don't date. I don't like dating. I've never dated anybody. I've never really had, like, this heart-aching yearning for it, you know? And I, I've, I've had opportunities to date people. I've had opportunities to have sex. But when it comes down to it, I get scared. And that's okay because I'm allowed to be scared, you know? And fear does not dictate my life. God does not dictate my life. And I feel like anybody who knows me knows that. And I know that about myself. Fear does not dictate my life anymore. And it hasn't for years. And I'm just cat, you know? And I'm, I'm going to be intuitive. And when I feel something and if I, don't, if I don't like something or do like something, I'll act on that feeling. And, you know, that's where I am right now. I'm just being cat, being me. I'm not sticking to anybody's bullshit anymore. And I'm just, I was just talking about this. Like, I don't know if it's, if it's the college that I'm going to, or it's just people in general. Like people just don't have manners anymore. Like people just be chewing with their mouth open be not, they're not holding the elevator door, not holding doors, like shoving into people. Like I have just stopped moving out of the way for people now. Like I have stopped giving people the benefit of the doubt at this college and just keep walking. Like people are just so socially unaware of their surroundings where I'm just like, I'm just going to be cat, do my own thing. If people want to be friends with me and you know, we click our personalities click, so be it. We'll be friends. But if it doesn't, I'm not going to, treat it like it's the end of the world anymore because I don't like a lot of people and I'm okay with that I like me and I love my family and I love the people that I do love and that's all I need I don't need to be friends with everybody I don't need to to please everybody I'm just gonna keep doing what I love and what I like and talk about what I like and I'll be successful and I won't have to rub it in anybody's face because I'll be happy. I'll be at peace. I feel like that was my my motive and my drive for a while. It was like, fuck everybody at my hometown. I'm never coming back to Long Island. Like, fuck all these people. Like, honestly, fuck my hometown. I'm not going to lie. Still kind of had that mindset. Fuck my hometown is a wild, like big mishmash of white people 
and privilege and Republicans. And, like, not to say fuck Republicans, but, like, that group of people of where I'm from, mm, not a good group of people. And society, the society there, they are so far behind, like, intellect-wise. Like, they are so fucking, like, behind. Like, they are stuck in, like, 1980. It is crazy. But anyway... I used to have, like, this, I think my drive was, like, you people treated me so bad, you made me so miserable, I'm going to go out to New York City and be famous and be successful, and you're going to be sorry. Like, I don't feel like that anymore. I'm just, I'm so, like, I'm so, like, I have such a busy schedule and work life right now where, like, Long Island is the fucking last thing that I am thinking of and the people there. I don't think I've thought about high school once. Like, of course, like, when I had people on this podcast, I'm like, oh, well, what, what did you first feel when you graduated high school? Because, like, it was literally, like, months. Like, that had just happened, like, months before. But, like, now, like, I'm six months. I graduated high school. Like, I don't think I've thought of the people there once. And, like, people are so, like, caught up in, like, their high school life. And you see it. You see it. Like, that. that's why I've unfollowed really everybody that I've gone to high school with. Because, like, they're still there. You know, and even people that I go to school with, they're still there. It's crazy. And I don't know. Like I said, just keep being you. Do what you want to do. Do what you like. As long as it's not hurting anybody or yourself, fucking go for it. Whatever you want to do. Because you don't, you're not going to have all of this free time as much as you have now. As much as you think you're overwhelmed with high school, high school is the easiest fucking shit ever easiest yeah high school's easy high school like workload wise like it is nothing compared to college especially like I'm an illustration major so like I'm not overwhelmed to the point of like oh I can't do this anymore but it's a lot of work it's a lot of work especially as an art student you have to get a lot of gen eds out of the way you have to get a lot of like stupid classes out of the way and like yeah it's school but like college compared to high school like if you're in high school listening to this right now get your shit together and figure out what your passion in life is if you don't know yet. And fucking do everything in your power to work towards that or get close to it. So when you're in your 20s, when you're 18, 19, 20, you can work the shit out of what you want to do. And keep pushing for it. You know, this episode was supposed to be about intimacy. And I did talk about it for a little bit. But it turned into motivational stuff again. And I'm sorry. I always end up ending on that note. But it is now 10.03. And I... I have to go to bed because I got a I got a 9 a.m. I got to catch a train and make a tofurkey with grandma and pop pop. I got to I got to do some shit, but <laughs> I got to I got to go. So you can check out my website at catwisneski.com. That's K-A-T-W-I-S-N-I-E-S-K-I. Um, my portfolio and a shop will be up there soon. I don't know who just said that. I think that was a ghost. But I have a lot of new shit coming, and I will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to the Patreon.